sit down, strap in, and granny put your teeth in your pocket. Leap Lap Radio, powered by Victory Custom Trailers, starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lead Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers, back for another week of motorsports conversation. And we have got, I think we may have set a record this week for a number of voices that are going to be heard on this show. Our featured guest we'll talk about in a moment, uh, but coming up a little later in the show, we uh, kind of did a deep dive this week into round six summer shootout winners, but we've also got a leftover from round five that we hadn't gotten to. Nikita Johnson is uh, going to join us. Uh, you're going to hear from him as part of uh, round five of the summer shootout, so we're going to uh, make sure we get him on the program and you're also going to be hearing from uh, some of the winners from this past Tuesday, including uh, Bandolero Outlaws winner Truett Miranda, uh, whose nickname is Monkey. We're going to find out what uh, what that's all about. Uh, the Pro Series winner Caleb Hetty joins us once again, also a modified racer with the Smart Tour. We'll talk to Caleb about both of those things. We've got uh, Parker Eatman and Trevor Wester from the uh, Young Lions and Semi-Pro Divisions, uh, both of their winners, and the runner-up for the Pro Division, Justice Calabro, also with us. And you're going to hear, uh, it's kind of a bonus, uh, inside, I think it was uh, Trevor's interview, uh, Cameron Bolin, who uh, had a great race with Trevor for the win. Um, Cameron also a part of that interview as well, so I think uh, that makes uh, seven voices all together from the summer shootout. We'll talk about uh, what I think is the, it may be a record. We were done at like nine o'clock on Tuesday night at the summer shootout. Uh, really, really good racing the other night as uh, the series keeps getting better this year. And then um, our featured guest, we are going to. We're just going to we're going to take a break and then we're going to come right back and get into our featured guest Dalton Lamb, the founder and promoter of the Carolina Sizzler, a first-time event on the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway, coming up this weekend. And uh, we had a long conversation with Dalton about the Sizzler and what he's got going. Brand new super late model series being unveiled there that he has formed. And that will be part of uh, the Sunday night's program. It's a two-day show, the Carolina Sizzler, Saturday and Sunday. When we come back on Lead Lab, we are going to hear from Dalton, and uh, he'll tell you all about what the Carolina Sizzler is. You're going to want to be there. If you're a dirt track fan, uh, you are going to want to see this event this weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So, uh We'll take a break. When we come back, we will kick things off with Dalton Lamb and talk some uh, dirt track and uh, some Charlotte Motor Speedway and Grassroots uh, Sports TV, also a part of that conversation because he owns that as well. So uh, this was a fun interview to do. Looking forward to the event this weekend. So stick around. We're going to hear from Dalton Lamb and then... Uh, we'll get into the legends portion of our show. Lead Lap rolls on, presented by Victory Custom Trailers, right after this. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at VictoryCustomTrailers.com. Welcome back to Lee Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. And my guest at this time is Dalton Lamb. And Dalton is promoting a really big event at the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway this weekend. So y'all got to get ready to go to this. Um, it's going to be huge. And I just found out. He's actually launching a new series at this event. So, Dalton Lamb, welcome to Lee Lap, first of all. And first of all, tell us about the Carolina Sizzler event and what are we going to see if we go to the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway over the weekend? Yeah, well, first off, thank you for having me on, and uh, I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity. But yes, sir. the Carolina Sizzler, is, it's, it's really what it is is a celebration of – dirt racing as a whole both both the past and the present and then obviously even into the future and so we have we've partnered with six different series um they're the same series will run on saturday as will run on sunday with the one exception of on saturday night the mid-east modifieds will run and then on sunday we we are exchanging them with the the ADRA, the American Dirt Racing Association, super late models. And so with us, we will have um, the <clears> – excuse me, sorry. We will have okay. the American All-Star Series Pro late models, so that's 604 late models. We will also have the Topless Outlaws and the the uh, <clears throat> Steel Block Bandit Series that are co-sanctioning the limited late model portion of both Saturday and Sunday night. Okay. We have with us the Red Clay Series, which is a 602 series that's based out of Georgia. Okay. And then we have the uh, we have the Southeastern Hornets Association Front Wheel Drive uh, Stock Front Wheel Drive Division that will will anchor our Saturday night show for the Front Wheel Drives, and then on Sunday our Front Wheel Drive section will actually follow SCDRA rules on Sunday night. Um, but those same guys are going to be helping us do tech and officiate and everything else. It's just going to kind of be a, an open SCDRA for the front-wheel drives. Okay. Um, the Mideast Street Stocks are with us as well, both nights. And then, as I said, the Mideast Modifieds will run on Saturday night and will be replaced by the American Dirt Racing Association Super Late Models on Sunday night. And so lots of, lots of racing action, and it's um, – it's all going to be series that are pretty well established here in the South and even sure. the Mid-Atlantic region. Talk a little bit about the new series, the ADRA, that's coming in on Sunday that, that basically you are launching for the first time. Um, talk a little bit about the genesis of that and um, what do you hope to accomplish with that series? What are your goals for it? Yeah, so we understand and realize that, you know, Every few years, probably even every decade, things have to change, and, and sport is no different. Um, things evolve, things change, and, and we believe that it's time for, for something new and something different. I want to be very clear that the nature of the, the ADRA Super Late Model Series um, is not to compete with, uh, you know, some of the other major series that are ran okay. across the country. 
in, in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it's kind of the opposite. Our series, we want to be able to – we want to offer drivers a very large end-of-the-year purse uh, points fund. and um, But at the same time, we want to offer the flexibility of not having such a loaded schedule where drivers have to commit to only running one, one schedule with the, the ability and the freedom to do a couple of uh, – you know, cross-series cross, cross series events. Sure. So we want to give our drivers not only the ability to run all the major races that are either unsanctioned or sanctioned by another series, so we're talking like the Dream, the the World 100, things like that, um, but we also want to give our drivers the ability to, to not only run our series full-time, but also have the ability to run several Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series events or even several World of Outlaws events. It's a great um, idea. And so we want to give them freedom and flexibility, while at the same time being able to have ownership in the series itself and uh, really taking pride in not only being able to run with a series that honors and values the drivers and the teams, you know, the car owners and things that are running with us, okay. but also, you know, has the ability to, to take pride in the fact that, you know, they're, they're, they're part of something new that is going to be going forward into the future and, and hopefully, you know, establishing itself over the next, you know, five to 10 years across the country and, and not just here in the Southeast. That's awesome. And that, I feel like that's a great recipe for long-term success right there. So new series and a, a new event at Charlotte Motor Speedway coming up at the dirt track this weekend, the Carolina Sizzler now let's talk about your background uh, in kind of short form. How what what got you started in promotion? How did you get interested in the sport in general? Talk about how you got from the genesis to where you are now. So I've been a sports fan my whole life. I played baseball my whole life. I played baseball at, uh, in college, and then always been very competitive. I still coach baseball to this day. Um, since college, I've worked in sales roles um, in a lot of different fields, but mainly in the uh, benefits uh, consulting sales roles, so insurance. I was a, a VP of sale, sales uh, for a benefits firm, okay. insurance firm. And so I've been in sales and marketing for a long time. I've been a racing fan in general since I was born. My, my family, they've always been very big race fans. It's always been a major part of who we are, and uh, a lot of what I grew up on was was really NASCAR and and asphalt racing. But we, I'm lucky enough to live in a part of the country where uh, there's a ton of very good dirt racing, and so local dirt races, mainly at our home track, is Volunteer Speedway in Bulls Gap, Tennessee. And love that track. I mean, it's such a such a terrific place to have be your hometown racetrack, and so. You know, we used to go out every Saturday night, and we would, you know, we'd watch races. And really, just since I was young, I've been a fan of the sport. Um, never really been a, uh, a mechanically inclined type of person. I don't understand, you know, the, the technical side of the sport. But I enjoy it as a fan. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy, you know, just watching the talent of the drivers. And I, I respect, you know, what they're able to do and, and how they're able to, to maneuver and, and, you know, manipulate such a, a, a massive piece of equipment. And so that's kind of where the love came from. And then I have probably since the early, I don't know, probably 2011, 2012, 
sometime after college, I started actually putting on um, local sporting events. So, you know, softball tournaments, baseball tournaments, youth basketball tournaments, uh, doing some of those things on a little bit smaller scale. And then we started doing bigger, bigger events um, from adult softball standpoint. And, you know, it's kind of always been in my blood, just that sales, that marketing. I think that that's kind of the, the, the base of any kind of promoter is the ability to sell and to market to, to your audience. Yeah. And so that's, that's really the beginning for that. And then just after, after we launched grassroots sports TV last year, and then we, we got into doing the, uh, we broadcast the, the Crate Lake model national championship over at volunteer speedway. We got hooked up with uh, Joe rush and the American all-star series. And we've been following their series all year long. And uh, we've been following a couple of other series and doing several events as well this year. And probably around January, we were, you know, Joe and I were talking with a couple of other of the series owners. And, you know, I had this idea that I wanted to put on a put on a major event over at the dirt track at Charlotte. And so luckily enough, you know, Joe had the connections there at Charlotte to to get me in touch with the right people. And we got the ball rolling. And then back at the end of January, 1st of February, we found ourselves you know, with a contract in hand and and staring down this this Carolina Sizzler weekend. Man, that's awesome. Uh, that's a big, big uh, opportunity for you, and I know it comes with a lot of, uh, obviously, investment and in, uh, both time and money, really. Uh, but how are things shaping up? I mean, talk a little bit about uh, car counts and, and, you know, big stars and uh, what what can fans expect this weekend at the dirt track? Yeah, so I think we, one question we get asked a lot is, um, you know, who, who do you have coming? They want yeah. a lot of fans want a list of the super late model drivers, and and I understand it as a fan. You know, it's nice to see who's coming and yeah. and who's going to be there and things. Um, so I mean, I get it. I get that question. Sure. But what I've told other people whenever I've you know been interviewed about the event is that this this event is not a super late model event. Um, it is the the launch point, it is the genesis, um, to steal your word there, for our for our series, for the ADRA Super Late Models. Yeah. But it, as much as it is about that, as much it is, uh, as it is about the launch of that series, the event itself is a celebration of dirt racing as a whole. And um, for every class, every driver that's a part of that. And so the way I feel about it and the way that I think probably some other drivers feel about it as well is that while I do understand that some of these big names are what draws crowds, um, I also understand that these local and regional and then even, I guess, national, I mean, we've got guys coming from everywhere to the event. But those those names, they're stars in their local and regional tracks. And, you know, they've got thousands of fans in their local and regional thing. And, okay. and I don't want to be naming, you know, I don't want to name off, you know, major stars from the super late models. We're not going to put out a list of like 10 major names. That See, are I be like with that. Us I love that. Because we, we don't want to, we don't want to disrespect um, or guy. even give the, the inclination of disrespect. I will say that we have announced a couple of guys just because they are, they've taken on the ability uh, and the, the task of helping us promote the event themselves. Sure. And so uh, Brandon Overton, he is he will be with us on Sunday night. Um, Devin Moran will be with us on Sunday night. Awesome. Um, 
Kyle Strickler is going to be with us on Sunday Love night. It. He actually he texted me today and said that um that he's he's definitely going to be there for the the super late model event, but he's also thinking about running the uh, modifieds on Saturday too. Oh, that's so, great. So yeah, I mean there there are other names that um either we've not confirmed that they're coming, but we've been told that they are, but we've not actually heard them say they're coming. And so the other part of that is that I don't want to mention names of people who have said, you know, yeah, we think we're going to come or we might, you know. And then they don't. There's, yeah, yeah, and then they don't show up, yeah. and it looks bad on us or them. Exactly. So I will say there is there is a couple of, uh, or at least one, Lucas Oil late model driver who uh, uh, who has said that they are going to be there, and their plan is to have a backup car brought to the dirt track on Saturday and then after their Diamond Nationals event in Missouri on Saturday night, they're going to fly back to Charlotte on Sunday to race with us. So, you know, we do we do have big names coming, um, quite a few big names, not only on the national series, but we also have a lot of big name regional guys as well. Um, and so, again, I, we're not going to put out. And I, I mean, again, we get this message at least five times a day. I bet. Um, yeah. And I just tell them the same thing. We're not going to release a list until Sunday. And when we release the list on Sunday, we're going to release a list of everybody that's that's there. Right. Not just, you know, 10 idea. or 12 guys that, that we think are popular. I like it. I definitely like it. Okay. So talk about schedule, what time do gates open, how much your tickets, where do people find more information, all that stuff. So you can find out all the information that you'll need on our Facebook page. It's the Carolina Sizzler. You can also go on to the Charlotte Motor Speedway website, and under their events tab, they have the event listed, and it's got all the information that you need. Um, right off the top of the bat, one question that, I mean, honestly, it's crazy that this is a popular question, but yes, <laughs> coolers are allowed. Um, you can bring in clear bags. And you can also bring in small uh, 14 by 14 by 14 inch soft sided coolers. Okay. Um, you can't have those there. The gates will open. The pit gates will open at 12 o'clock. We will start our technical inspection for drivers at 1230. Uh, we're going to have our drivers meeting at 430, and then we're going to start hot laps at 530. So the and that's both days. The okay. grandstands both days will open at four o'clock, and. Um, so they'll be open at 4. We'll start hot laps exactly at 5.30. And once the show gets rolling, because we, we're going to have so many cars and we're going to have so many uh, uh, classes. I mean, we're running six classes each night, and each each series will probably have between 40 and 60 cars, yeah. if not more. So to be, able to, to be able to get all that in, when we start at 5.30, it's going to be pretty much nonstop action. There's going to be – cars on the track rolling pretty much the entire time. There's not going to be a lot of downtime, you know, to, to wait around unless, you know, you've got cautions or things like right. that. But track grandstand tickets on Saturday night are $25 a piece. Kids are 15. Okay. Uh, kids under five are free. Okay. And then Sunday night grandstand tickets are $35. Kids tickets are 15. And, uh, and then uh, kids under five are free. Gotcha. The, there is a two-day pass that is available for $55 if you are an adult, and then it's uh, it's uh, $25 for kids. So that's for the grandstand side. Okay. There is not on the pits side, on the pit pass, there is not a, uh, a two-day pit pass option. 
And the main reason for that is is because when you when you have a two-day event, you'll have some people that will buy a two-day pit pass because they plan to be there both days. But then, you know, they wreck their car or something else or yeah. something happens and they can't be there the second day. So as opposed to having to go through a whole issue of refunding money and things like that, we're just making it two separate passes. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Keep it um, simpler. And then there is one question that we have gotten a lot. Um, the way that the track is separated, uh, you've got the pit side and then you've got the grandstand. There are some bleacher seating over in turn two of the pit side that you can sit in to watch the race. But if you want to go into the pits and then also whenever the racing action starts at 530, go back over into the grandstands and have a seat over there, there is a dual pass uh, that you can that you can purchase. It's a uh, pit grandstand pass, pit okay. general admission pass. And so on, um, on uh, Saturday night, that pass is 60 bucks. And then on Sunday night, that passes seventy bucks. Gotcha. So, okay. And then I will say too, the last ticket option that we have. I know this is a lot, but um, again, you can find it on the online. But uh, we are on Saturday night. There are suite seats available, so we actually are opening up all of the suite boxes. There are 120 seats up there. And we're selling those individually for $75 a piece. Okay. Uh, there's there's no kid price for up there. It's just $75 a ticket. doesn't matter how old they are. Uh, there's 120 tickets. Their food and beverages will not be provided, but you can bring in concessions right. uh, up there. So okay. if you want to be able to sit in the booth and, and have air-conditioned seating inside to watch the race on Saturday night, you can absolutely do that. Okay, so that's available Saturday, but not Sunday, correct, or both? Sunday, it is not. Sunday, we're, as of now, we are leaving the the suites closed off to reservation only for, you know, sponsors and, and things like that. Gotcha. Now, if we don't sell all of the booths, if we don't sell all of the suite, you know, boxes, and maybe we say we've got two or three left, we may open you know those two or three those two or three booth boxes to to sell okay. on Sunday night as well. Okay. But as of right now, those are only going to be made by reservation on Sunday, and those are twenty five hundred dollars a box. And on Sunday night, those suites, whenever you reserve them for twenty five hundred, they will seat twenty people, and that does include food and drinks. Okay, gotcha. Interesting. Wow. Sounds like you've got it uh, put together pretty well, and uh, look forward to. Uh, seeing the event now for those who might want to check out the event but can't be at the track can they do that is there a live stream of the event there is there okay. is so our company grassroots sports tv you can find us at uh, www.gr so the letter g the letter r sports tv.com okay so all together that is gr sports tv.com uh, you can log on there and we are actually, instead of doing this as a pay-per-view, we're doing it as a subscription-only uh, event both nights. And so our monthly subscription is $20 a month, and so you, you will have to subscribe to watch. But with that being the case, when you pay your $20, you get 30 days full of access to the platform. And so you'll get both Saturday night and Sunday night for your $120 subscription. Gotcha. Um, and then you can cancel that at any time, so you can keep the subscription for the next, you know, 29, 28 days and, and watch any of the events that we have on there 
or watch any of the events that we have coming up for the next 28 to 29 days with no additional payment, or you can cancel it immediately after the, the checkered flag flies on Sunday night. Either way is fine with you. Um, it is a monthly recurring subscription, so if you don't cancel it, it will charge you again. But you absolutely have the ability to cancel that at any time. Gotcha. Well, it sounds uh, sounds great. Look forward to being there and uh, appreciate you coming on and spending the time with us. Uh, I know this is a very busy week for you uh, putting together the event, so uh, look forward to uh, keeping people up to date throughout the weekend on what's been going on. And, again, if you can't make it, uh, grsportstv.com has the live stream, and uh, you can absolutely go and subscribe and uh, get that. 20 bucks is uh, awesome for uh, two days of racing um, as a live stream package, even if you don't watch the rest of the month. But, um you know, keep it for 28, 29 days and see if you like what they got. And if you like what they got, just keep the subscription. Keep watching. That's, uh, that's what we hope that you'll do. So, uh, Dalton Lamb, thank you so much for taking the time to be on WeLap with us. And uh, look forward to talking to you again real soon and wish you all the best uh, for a big first event at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway on the dirt track this weekend with the Carolina Sizzler so that we get Carolina Sizzler 2 in 2022. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Welcome back to Lap. As we uh, continue with this week's program, we now switch gears and turn our attention to round number six of the summer shootout at Charlotte Motor Speedway for the Legends and Bandolero cars. I enjoyed this uh, night of racing. Uh, they were done at about nine o'clock with everything. It was incredible. Great job by the drivers. Uh, yeah, they had, uh, you know, a couple of uh, wrecks here and there, but uh, for the most part, a very clean night of racing and a lot of fun, too. Um, in the Masters division for the Legends, that's the over 35 class. Robbie Woodall got himself yet another victory on the uh, season. Robbie Faggart finished in second. Carl Cormier was third beginner bandits uh, beginner bandoleros bryson brinkley another victory for him kingston northfleet and bryson murphy followed him across the finish line and in the bandit class joel smith picked up another checkered flag over hudson knipe and darren krantz jr okay now we go to the um outlaw division for the bandoleros and we're going to hear from a driver named Truett Miranda, and Truett uh, is probably more famous for his nickname than anything else, and uh, his nickname is Monkey. We're going to ask him why here. Uh, take a listen. Round six of the summer shootout at Charlotte Motor Speedway, and I'm about to talk to a monkey. It's Truett Miranda. They call you Monkey. Why do they call you Monkey? Oh, man, I don't know. You have to talk to the boss lady about that one. And that would be who? My mama. Okay. Uh, yeah, your mom is always the boss. you got to remember that. So talk a little bit about the win tonight. It's your second one of the year. Mason Surgster has been so, so tough for this division. But uh, last week you were second. This week back to the win. How was uh, the 
the run tonight? Oh, I mean, we're just pretty good. It's just that uh, we got to keep pushing. I mean, he's right there in line with us, but uh, we have uh, a great coach and we got a great car. So. That's about it. That's about how I did it. So We should point out that the uh, great coach is Daniel Wilk, who has done a great job coaching a number of racers over the years. New Legends Cars, he's a pretty dang fine Legends racer, and the Bandos as well, where he was obviously a champion one year. So, uh, now, how old are you? I'm 13 years old. Tell us how long you've been racing. I've been racing since I was four years old. I started out in a go-kart at Old Dominion Speedway in uh, Manassas, Virginia. Oh wow! That now they they obviously must have a little track. Must have had a little track for the go karts, right? They didn't run on the big track. No, yeah, we ran in the pits around, I believe, the uh, snack shack. I don't know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I love that. And uh, yeah, I got the championship my first year, and then we went. We moved down here for my sister racing. She ran bandos. Um, uh, she carried on the 18 as my dad, and then I carried on the 18. But um, we both started out in go-karts, and we kind of, I kind of went to quarter midgets after we moved down here. And uh, I went from quarter midgets to bandos, and I've been running bandos ever since. I am now currently running, finishing my bandos season off and running a mini stock at Florida. Okay, moving up to the mini stocks. That's an interesting transition. Yeah, we didn't want to go to a late model and legend cars. We wanted to get me a full-size car, and we wanted something... That was in the middle of a full-size car and a full-powered you know, car. So that should be fun. Florence is a neat track. You know, there's no uh, there's no wall on the back stretch, so uh, don't don't go off there. Yeah. It's a long way down. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen number of cars go over so far. I've only been racing there for half a season, about, and um, oh, it's just a fun track with no walls. You come out of turn two, and you just got to watch out. What do you like most about racing? Just this power, power of the cars, and just getting next to somebody and running close. What's your goal for motorsports? I have a goal of making it to NASCAR, but I would be fine with just running late models. But I do want to be a dentist when I'm older. A dentist? Okay, that's interesting. I don't know too many racers who are dentists, but I do know one who raced Indy a, a number of times, Dr. Jack Miller. His son is currently in uh, the Indy Lights series, I think it is, but uh, Dr. Jack is a dentist, so maybe you could follow in his footsteps and someday get to Indy. Yeah, we also know my friend Zach Miracle. They sponsor me, their dentistry, and I think his dad's really cool. He raced late models for a number of years, and... Um, I want to follow that. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, who helps you make all this happen, man? Oh, definitely uh, Miracle Dental Center, um, uh, Mike Gordon, Daniel Will, my parents, and my grandparents. That's about it. That's yeah. it. Okay. I was I was wondering if you were just trying to think of your other ones or if, uh, if you got them all in. Well, congratulations on a big win, two big wins so far in the shootout. I have a feeling there's one or two more coming for you, so uh, good luck the rest of the win. Thank you. I sure hope so. All right, that was Dalton Lamb, or not Dalton Lamb, I'm sorry, that was Truett uh, <laughs> Miranda. Uh, they call him Monkey, and of course, uh, he had no idea. 13 years old, been called Monkey forever, uh, had no idea why he was called Monkey. Well, I went to his mom, and I said, okay, you got to tell me, why is he called Monkey? And she said, well, it's because he, when he was young, he used to climb all over everything, and uh, so we just started calling him Monkey.
and he's been monkey ever since. So uh, it was fun to talk to the monkey. I didn't know if my broadcasting career would ever lead me to talk to a monkey, but uh, it was good to talk to that monkey and uh, uh, looking forward to doing it one or two more times because I think old monkey's going to win another race or two before this shootout is over. Uh, good run for him. Jacob Bradley, second, Mason Surgeoner, third in the Bando Outlaws class. Okay, we move on now to the Legends class. And I'm going to start with Young Lions. And this was just, again, another really interesting race. Um, and it's it was a race that... Uh, Honestly, I've seen run one or two other times this year between Parker Eatman, Giovanni Ruggiero, and Isaac Bevin. Those three are all top competitors. And so we're going to hear from the Young Lions winner. They finished in that order. So Parker Eatman going to be uh, talking to us now. And we lap. Here it is. Parker Eatman, you've been kind of on a bit of a hot streak lately. Congratulations on another win. Thank you, man. I'm, uh, it's been amazing, this uh, hot streak we've been on. I can't thank Corey enough. Uh, uh, my dad, my mom, all my sponsors, Southern Bank, Big Rock, uh, Robbins Insurance, uh, they really put a lot of effort uh, into making me go fast each week. How old are you? Um, 15. Took you a minute there. You're not old enough to be forgetting your age yet. Okay, so uh, how many years of Legends is this for you? This will be my second year. And talk a little bit about your experience so far. Um, it's been good. We, we struggled a lot last year. Uh, Corey finally like got the cars dialed in. We've been really good this year uh, on a hot streak. This is my 12th win this year, and uh, hopefully more to come. Where are you from? I'm from Wilson, North Carolina. And what's your plan for the next year? Are you going to stay in Legends, or are you planning to move up to a soccer? Uh, we're we're going to try to run as much Legends racing as we can, uh, try to do some late model stuff, uh, but mainly just Legends for right now. Well, you're certainly having a great summer shootout this year, uh, and I love that you got the sponsors in on the first answer. That's a very smart young man you are. So congratulations on the big win. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. All right, so that's Parker Eatman, uh, the winner of the Young Lions race. And we moved to semi-pro, and again, this was a great race. Cameron Bowen and Trevor Wester uh, and a couple of other cars throughout the race really put on a great back-and-forth battle in this race. Uh, came down to a late-race restart. Bowen kind of messed up a little bit and opened the door for Trevor Wester to get his first-ever Legends car victory at uh, the summer shootout. And as you will hear in this interview with Trevor, he was very excited. And oh, by the way, uh, Cameron Bowen ended up in the middle of the interview, too. So uh, here's Trevor with a guest appearance by Cameron Bowen. In the infield at Charlie Motor Speedway at Tech with Trevor Wester. You just won one of the most eventful semi-pro features of the year. That was a great race between you and Cameron and a couple of the other cars as well. The three of you swapping the lead back and forth. Congratulations on the big win. Talk about it. Man, it was a crazy race. I mean, we had such a good car from start to finish. And then we got back to second or third there. And I knew I had to just keep fighting and climb my way to the front. But this feels absolutely phenomenal. First ever shootout win. I mean, I couldn't be here without Corey Gordon, any of my sponsors, the good Lord above, my family. This is amazing. Cameron Bowen uh, coming in to congratulate you. 
Cameron's won a bunch of these. Uh, Cameron ran a good race himself here. Talk about your race for a second. Yeah, you know, uh, Caution fell at her own time. Uh, we had a good car on the long haul, just couldn't ever get away. And uh, made a mistake in the last restart. Uh, I won't live that one down, but, you know, all in all, the 860 boys brought a great car to the racetrack to drive from ninth to second and um, come back next week and get ready to do it again. Thank your sponsors real quick. All right, Jones Utilities, um, LRD, um, RPM Performance, and everybody at 860 Motorsports. That's Cameron Bull. We'll get back to Trevor here. First ever win. This has got to feel great. I can't tell you how good this feels. I'm on cloud nine right now. I mean, it seems over the years we've always had such a good car here. And uh, tonight the stars finally aligned. We're able to get a win. I mean, this is so phenomenal. I can't think, like I said, Corey Gordon enough, Jordan Black for the spotting and help. All my sponsors, Menards, Hodge Restorations, PSI, Sim Seats, General Leonard Construction, Lighthouse Electric. Uh, I'm so blessed to be a part of this deal. And uh, lastly, I just want to thank the good Lord above. But we're going to celebrate this one for sure. Now, how old are you? 18. 18. Now, what's your future in the sport here? Are you looking to move up? Well, you know, obviously that would be awesome. But I'm also kind of looking at a career in broadcasting as well. Going to Gardner-Webb in the fall. I just I have a passion for broadcasting and racing. So putting the new to get the two together would be absolutely phenomenal. But for now, we're going to celebrate this win. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That is Trevor Wester, and I got to tell you, that was one of the best races that I have seen all year at the uh, summer shootout. Just an incredible uh, race in that uh, semi-pro division between Trevor and Cameron, and boy, did they do a great, great, great job. That was awesome, Uh, and uh, good to see the genuine excitement from Trevor uh, after the race and just uh, the post-race interview with Lenny Baticki uh, on the PA system in front of the crowd, the last, uh, the last thing Trevor said, and he yelled it, we did it, and that was just, that was awesome. So we move on now to the pros, and I got to tell you again, the, the pro division this year, not necessarily a lot of quantity, but boy, do they have some quality. Um, Jensen Jorgensen, unfortunately, uh, Eliminated in an in an incident uh, right at the get go off turn one uh, or off uh, the green flag of the race. Um, otherwise, he may have been a factor. But uh, got as the race got going, Caleb Hetty pulled out and had a pretty easy win. However, behind him, uh, my goodness, Justice Collaboral finished second, and he made what I consider to be the absolute move of the entire shootout series all divisions uh he passed about three cars on the outside to get into second uh and start chasing down the leader couldn't quite catch caleb uh, and didn't have a caution to help him but um, we got both justice and caleb uh got sound with both of them after the race so we're going to start with our second place finisher justice Calabro. Justice Calabro, another second-place finish. Now, look, I know you and Caleb Hetty are best buddies, okay? But you got to stop being so generous. You, it's okay for you to go win a couple of these races. You, you've already given him four. Okay, you know me and Caleb are good friends, as you just spoke. But I can't discredit him, man. He's fast. We're chasing him right now. But honestly, I think we got something for him now. We were running faster than Hetty at the beginning of this race, and uh, I think we're going to be able to chase him down next week. So I got a lot in the bag. We're excited. We found some things with the setup. And 
like I said, I think we got the pace. You did have some laps that were faster than Caleb throughout the race. Okay, but I got to ask you because I watched you with that move that you made on the outside to go from like fourth to second in, in like a, a corner. It was incredible to watch. Um, you've got the wildest and craziest spotter in the entire uh, place here with Hunter Smith. What, uh, what's it like having Hunter as a spotter? And I, I walked up to him. I was talking about the movie. He said, yeah, I kind of clicked the button and went, go outside or go to the top. And Close he just eyes. closed his eyes and hoped for the best. Um, and I said, well, that was the best decision that you made all night. To be completely clear, I didn't hear Hunter on the radio. I was going to the top whether he said to or not. He's in the background laughing right now. God, no, Hunter is honestly the like the saving grace for me. I've never run with the spotter, so to have one now and to just not be not have to look in the mirror, not have to think about what's behind me here, one car back, two car back, allows me to focus on what's out in front of me, keep my chill, keep myself paced and focused, and that's why we're excelling right now. That's why we're placing P2 and Pro. Mind you, we've had some big streaks of luck. But God, it takes work to get here, man. And that was the missing piece of the puzzle. And I'm so happy that we finally got it. Now, he's also your, uh, basically your nutritionist and your fitness coach. Um, is there ever a point where he's on the radio saying, okay, don't screw this up or it's an extra 40 push-ups tomorrow? Uh, no, when I don't come to the gym for a week, that's when he tries to kill me. <laughs> Over the radio, though, he's like, man, you're the driver. You know what to do. I'm just here to give you the info. We have a great, we have a great dynamic over the radio. He's not controlling at all. He, he respects me as a driver, and I respect his feedback. He's great at it. He does a fantastic job, and I couldn't be happier to have him on the team. All right. Well, who helps you make all this happen, Justice? Still while racing with PR and my mom and dad. Oh God, we're still unsponsored. We're still looking for funding. But I gotta say, everything that's been going on recently with the fundraiser at uh, Speedway Children's Charities—they've been tremendous support. We've been getting great media presence from them, and we've helped don't we've helped raise over thirty-five hundred dollars and have almost 100 donors. So I'm extremely happy with how that's going. But when it comes to my supporters, my friends, family, and team are what make this all happen. Okay, you got four races left, Justice. So stop being so nice to Caleb and go get you a couple wins, okay? Oh, I promise I will. You can talk to Caleb after this. He knows I'm not going to be nice to him anymore. I've just been trying to be I've been being nice to him because I've been slower trying to get into secrets, you know, working him a little bit. But now, no mercy. No mercy. Okay, no mercy for Justice Calabro is uh, the mantra there. And uh, that leaves us just one more voice to hear from uh, for the Legends cars. And that would be Caleb Hetty. Caleb was your winner of that race. Uh, Justice finishing in second, doing a uh, nice job there. And Cole Dockery, a strong run for third. Chase Justice all the way to the finish line. Just couldn't find a way by. But uh, Caleb Hetty picks up the win. Here he is. Caleb Hetty is uh, the driver we're going to talk to here. And once again, Caleb put a hurting on the pro field to get uh, get another victory. How many is this? What, three or four for you? Um, this is number four in the shootout. Yeah. And I think this is number 14 or 15, 100-point wins. I think we got like 16 or 17 total this year. That's amazing. Uh, your car is really dialed in. Talk a little bit about what it's like to come here and know that when you come here, you're probably going to be the car to beat. Uh, it's always nice. Nice. We didn't even qualify on pole for this race, and we knew we were going to be fine as soon as the night came. Uh, the car always ends up getting better. Our setup seems to work better when it's colder and it's at night. Uh, 
So I just wait for nightfall and know we're going to be up front for it. It's uh, it's very weird. I never got used to it. I wasn't like it the past couple years, but I'm not complaining at all. This has been a really different kind of a pro class, too. I feel like uh, some great racing. I mean, you guys had a little trouble getting started tonight, but once you did, um, it was pretty much straight through and a lot of passing, a lot of close competition. Um, you know, got to be a lot of fun to come here under those circumstances. Yeah, this place is always fun. It's a real physical racetrack. Um, it's hard to pass at all trying to look underneath each other. Um, it's very easy to pinch the outside if you barely got any room in there. Uh, so it's a really physical track. You just start not really hitting each other away, but you're just pushing and leaning on each other. So it's a uh, it's a different type of race than we're all used to. It's all fun. You're running the Model 5 for Tommy Baldwin as well on the Smart Tour. Talk a little bit about your schedule upcoming for that. Yeah, so uh, we're looking to run in all the Smart Tour. We still don't have anything 100% dotted in. Uh, I know there's a bunch of opportunities I have at the end of the year that I'm picking and choosing. Uh, I, uh, we should, after this, we go to Lanier tomorrow, uh, going to finish out the Legend car, try to close up uh, national points and all these championships, and then just go run mods. Okay, so uh, your opportunities that you're picking and choosing from are all in modifieds, and are they all with Tommy? You're just looking at different races, or maybe there might be some other things going on. Uh, man, let's just say there's some other things going on. Uh, hopefully we can come through and make it work. Um, it's a lot of traveling, but hey, that's all we do as race car drivers, so we'll keep it under wraps for right now. Okay, so we got a hint of breaking news there, but he wouldn't give us the rest of it. Just don't say I didn't try, Caleb. Who helped you make it happen? I, uh, I got to thank Zach Miller and Raleigh Harrison at Miller Farms Motorsports. Uh, they gave me the fastest car every week. It shows. We've won a lot of stuff this year, so huge thanks to them. Uh, huge thanks to my grandpa. He's the one who takes me everywhere. Uh, it's my right-hand man, so huge thanks to him as well. Caleb Henny, another win in the Pro Division. Win number four of the shootout, and there's only been six races. Win number four, only six races. Pretty incredible. Uh, Caleb Hetty doing a great job there and uh, lots of fun to uh, to talk to and to uh, to watch race, too. He's an exciting young racer, looks real comfortable in the modified and uh, can't wait to see what he's got coming later in the season. So as the summer shootout rolls on, next Monday and Tuesday will be round number seven, practice on Monday, racing on Tuesday. That's how it always works. And don't forget that the summer shootout this year is part of NBC's track pass, uh, NBC Sports Gold online. It is streamed live on track pass. So if you want to watch it, and you should, because it's great racing and a great way to spend the Tuesday evening just kicking back and watching some of the future stars of the sport, just sign up for Track Pass. And, of course, you get all the NASCAR stuff, a bunch of IndyCar stuff, uh, home tracks stuff. Uh, track Pass is a worthy investment for a racing fan, always something to uh, watch, whether it's live or or. Uh, uh, replay Arca's on there, just a bunch of stuff. So uh, make sure that you go do that. And again, if you can get out to Charlotte Motor Speedway on Tuesday, um, come on out and watch the racing there. Uh, it is great racing. They've done a nice job this year. Uh, new management, Graham Smith, who I hope to talk to here in the next uh, couple weeks on the show. Graham is uh, now in charge of U.S. Legends and Boy, he and the staff there have done a tremendous job as this season's gone on of kind of changing things and tweaking things a little bit so that uh, 
it maximizes the entertainment value without, uh, you know, maximizing the uh, crash damage value. And uh, it's been been really, really good this year. The racing's been good in a lot of the divisions. Uh, just a plethora of young talent there. Uh, by the way, we heard from Nikita Johnson earlier. Uh, he was the first interview we played, races in the Young Lions class. Nikita finished fourth uh, the other day and um, and is doing a nice job. He's, uh, again, part of uh, Velocity Racing Development, um, and that's uh, he, he's running USF 2000 for them at 13 years old. This young man is a talent to watch, uh, both in the open wheel ranks and in the legends ranks. Okay, we're going to step aside one last time. When we come back, we will close things out here on the Lead Lap Show for another week. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We're not done yet. More to come as Lead Lap continues right after this. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans and your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and... Welcome back to Lee Lamp as we uh, get set to close things out for another week on the program. Want to say thank you to all of our sponsors, of course, Victory Custom Trailers. Uh, they absolutely are the best place to go. If you need a new trailer, go to their website, victorycustomtrailers.com, and they have two, a couple of options for you. You can either uh, give them a call and talk about what they might have in stock, uh, or you can design your own trailer. There's a button right on the homepage to do that with, and it, it walks you through the process. Uh, so uh, give them a call or design a trailer, but to make them your first call. If you need a trailer for any reason, not just motorsports, um, they have all kinds of different trailers and can design one to fit your needs. So thanks to uh, Chris Hedinger and Katie and the folks from uh, Victory Custom Trailers. And also, thank you to the folks from MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Uh, if you are looking for a change in career, My Computer Career may be your answer. And also thanks to all the folks at WSIC for being such gracious hosts and partners for our programming. And uh, thanks to all of you who listen. So uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of lead lap until then i'm tom baker thank you for listening so long you've been listening to lead lap radio powered by victory custom trailers the leaders in custom trailer sales and service design your own custom trailer at victorycustomtrailers.com lead lap radio is a race chaser media production for more exciting and passionate motorsport content follow race chaser media on facebook instagram twitter and youtube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.